0: So I'm married. I'm a food addict. Um, I've been in OA since uh, I remember one of having a terrific binge the night of the Al Gore, um, um, God I forgot his name, uh, W election, where it was like decided undecided decide. And uh, so it was whatever year that was. The following spring, I I finally capitulated enough to come to OA. I, uh, I I'm I'm an I'm an, um, aficionado of several addictions. My first addiction was alcohol, and I wound up in AA. in, in uh, luckily, I wound up in AA in um, 1996, and I got sober. And I I picked up uh, another former addiction that I had dabbled with, which was cigarettes, to help me get sober. So that crutch lasted me for about a year and it was starting to create health problems. So I put down the cigarettes and then guess what? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I picked up food. And, um, I mean, I I don't know very many food addicts who can't look back to even their youth. I mean, I was a normal sized person and I seemed to be a normal eater, but it was definitely some sort of weird things. And I had some, uh, some instances all through my adulthood before that of you know why did I eat the whole box kind of thing, but uh between the drinking and or the smoking and or the combination thereof it seemed to keep the food and the weight at bay but once I was no longer drinking to meditate uh, medicate my um unruly emotions, like I have a spiritual malady, and so i uh, since the problem is spiritual, I need a solution that's spiritual and the outside world didn't offer me much. It offered me counseling. I spent a fortune. I probably, there are probably wings on doctors' homes from the amount of money I spent in therapy. And, uh, you know, the great thing about therapy was, and I had a counselor tell me this when I went after I was sober and abstinent, I went to a counseling to deal with some childhood stuff that I hadn't quite been able to expunge with the steps. And uh, she once told me that people don't when people come to see her they don't really want to change. I said, Well why do they why would they come? What why would they pay all that money and spend all that time? And she said I said, What do they want? She said, They want me to tell them that it's okay. It wasn't it's not their fault. That's scary, isn't it? And that's true. It was everybody else's fault but Marita's. So I've heard things that I love over the years in recovery like um so, oh, my, my abstinence. So my abstinence date is April. I always get this mixed up. April 10th, April 10th. And I I just looked it up the other day because we're speaking and I, I'm going to, God willing, I have 14 years right now. Let's put it that way. I have 14 years. And I'm getting, my topic is going to be sponsorship because I swear to God, without spon- service in general, but without service and sponsorship, there's no way I would be able to have been, been abstinent this long or sober as long as I have because I'm still Marita, and Marita's very selfish. And I still have a spiritual malady. It's like heart disease. It's just because you take the pill for one day or whatever they tell you to do doesn't mean your heart disease has gone down. You can stop taking the pill, To keep taking it. And y- you are my pill. Um, the program is, is, is the solution to the spiritual malady. So uh, what happened in, in terms of my food addiction was I began overeating. That year when I stopped uh, smoking, uh, the waves started coming on pretty quick. I had this one picture of me from, uh, I think it was the following, it was a, one year later, cause I was going to OA, but I wasn't doing any of the things you were saying I should do. Cause I, I, I knew you didn't like me and I didn't like you. So that was, we were even. And um, I have a picture of me. I looked like a chipmunk. I had these giant cheeks. I look like a, a chipmunk, I swear to God. Uh, I gotta find, I keep looking for that picture. I can't find it it's too bad. reminder anyway i heard you say things like nothing tastes as good as abstinence feels and i mean just the word abstinence it sounds like abstemious. it sounds horrible and deprived and like when you you know whatever and um but what i was doing to myself with food was absolutely horrific because i knew enough about addiction from my years in a.a to know that the game was over the only way out was to completely stop something i guess i figured what primarily sugar seemed to be the problem uh, in all its um dessert and otherwise forms well i didn't know about the otherwise um yeah i uh i i got what happened was that um that summer i was diagnosed with uh endometrial cancer and i had a hysterectomy i was 42 i had a hysterectomy and i had a um a uh, six-week radiation treatment and radiation of the pelvic area is not fun and they warned me that I would have digestive disruption or whatever they called it by the it was very bad and by the last three weeks I think the only things I could eat were mashed potatoes rice and jello and nothing stayed in me it was just awful so I wasn't I wasn't over I wasn't you know in the sugar, as I had been with, you know, giant Sundays and things like that, you know, secret of eating too, because I was in a relationship and I didn't want her to know what was going on. Anyway, the weird thing about my story, I've never heard anybody else who had this experience, but you know, there's a line in the big book about over any considerable period, we get worse, never better. And I think that that period of abstinence, where I wasn't able to consume the things that I liked, some switch got flipped. Because as soon as my stomach returned to normal, it took about a week when after the last radiation treatment, I was off to the races. I was like, like the guy in the big book who doesn't drink and then he retires and he says, okay, now I can have a drink now and then, and he's dead within a couple of years. I had never had this problem. Now it was noon and I was in the candy or the whatever. um, And I I secretly ate as best I could, although my behavior was noticeable. People were commenting. There was a candy drawer in the office and they were like, oh my God, are you in that drawer again? You know, so I was going out to the, the, um, the pharmacy downstairs and buying candy and hiding it in my drawer. And oh was all this insanity, hiding it in the apartment, uh, in my girlfriend's apartment. And, um, uh, just to give you an idea one night I had Oreos hidden in the windowsill and, um, I kept going into the bedroom and pretending to use the bathroom. I, I don't know. what must have thought I had a problem <laughs> and um going to get Oreos. And I didn't hear her coming in behind me because she was, it was a rug. And I and the next thing, she was like right behind me and I hear like somebody right here. She goes, what are you doing? And I, I had a mouthful of Oreos. So, you know, it, there's nowhere to hide this, nowhere to run. I couldn't jump out the window and I turned around. I'm like, you know, trying to, wolf it down and and she said she had that look like oh my god you're a psychopath she goes what are you doing and I said I'm eating you know like I was so preposterous and and she said uh what are you eating and I said Oreos and she said where where, Oreos where are they I said like as if it was you know in the fridge I said in the windowsill (laughs) oh my god she got an even more frightened look and she and and I made up some cockamamies. I said, I like them cold to explain why they were hidden in the windowsill. Aye, 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 aye. Um, so shortly thereafter, I told my AA sponsor had happened to be an OA member as well. So I said, Jane, I, I think I have a problem. And anyway, I start going to OA, but I'm not doing anything you're doing. I don't want it. But, you know, binging, 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 it was getting worse and worse. So finally, I... um. I asked a woman, you were talking about food plans. And I was like, what does that mean? It sounds like a diet, but it's not a diet. You're all saying you're not on a diet, but you're all on a food plan. And so she, I said, could you, could you tell me what your food plan is? And I, I wrote it on like a, a, a business card or something. I wrote it down and whatever she said, it was, I turned out it was like the standard, you know, three meals with an MA, two MAs, I don't know, one or two MAs and, you know, a certain amount of protein, a certain amount of, and she said things like grain. And, uh, pro- and, and protein, and, and I wrote them down. And what it, this is what my head heard, bread and water, bread and water, hold you the bread. You have five more, five more minutes. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm supposed to be talking about relapse. So what happened was I had to be explained that grain did not meet, mean eating raw rice, which I did, because I didn't know what else kind of grains were. And so I had to call her back and say, my stomach is really upset. Is, is there anything else I can eat besides rice? And she said, well, you can have, anyway, I got abstinent in spite of my own insanity. And um, I got a sponsor and I got, as soon as I realized I was abstinent, I realized I didn't need you because I was abstinent. So I stopped going to OA. But meanwhile, I had never really contributed anything to OA. I didn't do service. I never counted days. Sponsor, if you tried calling me, I didn't- I never caught- not- got back to you. So I lost my abstinence pretty, pretty quickly. It took me a few months to realize it. And once, and I had been abstinent for um, two years when this happened. And, uh, and when I tried to uh, come back, I had a rude awakening. It had kind of come fairly easy when I tried the first time with the food plan, but I couldn't get back on the horse. I just couldn't do it. I didn't eat sugar in my, in my relapse, but I, I pretty much ate whatever I wanted. And the secret sugars were all over my food plan. So it took me two years to get back. And the way I got back was I came back to OA, which I had been sort of like coming in late and leaving early or coming in in the last five minutes of the meeting, just crazy stuff. But I, I decided to do it your way. I counted my days, which I had never, never counted a day. I counted days. got a sponsor. I took a service commitment. What a concept. Um, as soon as I had 90 days, I started sponsoring, and um, I started t- sharing, which I had never done. And I told the truth. After a week, I picked up uh, sugar-coated nuts again. I shared about it, and I restarted my day count. And that date is my anniversary. And honestly, the reason I'm I'm abstinent today is I have a lot of sponsees. I am a big book sponsor. Um, OA introduced me to the Big Book because in, in New Jersey, where I live, they started an OA Big Book meeting, and I went out of curiosity, and it was where I was really first exposed to the Big Book. It, it had kind of fallen out of favor, in the let's see what would that have been the mid two thousands. It was just starting to become popular again in AA, which is bizarre but true at least over here. And um, I um, I have a lot of OA sponsors, and I I'm a dime a dozen in AA. You Get a good Big book sponsor, you know. In many meetings, have lots of people with experience, but in OA, I'm I'm rare, er, er, not rare, rare, er. And um, so I I I hated being a food addict for a very long time, even into this abstinence. And finally, I realized, yo, knucklehead, if it weren't for OA, I wouldn't be a big book sponsor. I'd still be that idiot. I was seven years sober when I became um when I really committed to OA and got abstinent again. And uh, I was pretty nuts. I was what they call stock rating sober. Um, uh, I was not marriage material, now I'm married. Um, my then girlfriend was about to dump me because I was such a, a psycho. And uh, because of that OA meeting, I, and my exposure to the big book, I finally became willing to ask the woman who to this day is my sponsor. I would also change sponsors and dance. Um, Maybe I'd get somebody else with more information or whatever, more knowledge, a self-knowledge junkie. Anyway, my sponsor, I knew was the woman who's my sponsor, Thea, is a big book sponsor. Two minutes. Perfect. Thank you. And uh, because of this big book meeting, I was like, I got to have her as my sponsor. This is crazy. And my then sponsor dropped me. And I asked Thea, and uh, at that moment, the girlfriend was all, I later learned, was all set to drop me. But she said, you know, this woman has got this new sponsor let me see what happens and a few years later we were married with that with that big book sponsor I did something I had never been able to do in the at that point like nine years that I was in the program I in a a year and a half with her I pretty much got through all the steps in order I was still making some amends financial and otherwise but um I was always looking for shortcuts you know isn't there an easier softer way around here somewhere basically what I did was if you imagine sobriety or recovery and the spiritual mountaintop. I went, I said, Oh, I don't want this straight up thing is too hard. Let me just go. Let me just take the easy way. I'll just kind of, and this is what I did. <laughs> I, I, I circled the base. Um, so with say, I went through all 12 steps in order with one person and it changed my life. Um, it changed me. Um, I still need changing. I, I changed. I still change and I, I need changing. My sponsees are my teachers, and I'm very busy. I have a lot of things on my plate. I do a lot of things. I direct the LGBTQ marching band here in New York City. This year, we I, I believed that we could get in the Macy's Parade, and this year we were in the Macy's Parade, the virtual one, the pandemic version. It was so crazy, and I was like, you know, that God has given me gifts beyond anything I could have imagined. And oh, I want to say one last thing, and then I'm going to shut up. I just said this, I was talking to a sponsee earlier. Um, I'm an abst- I am my, an consider myself to be an abstinent foodie. I do really love food. I really enjoy food. I, I love life and I, I love food and I like having fun. But there's lots of ways to do all of those things without losing my abstinence. And I tell my sponsees that like myself, their food plan should be as broad roomy and inclusive as possible. Um, and that's different for everybody. And there's no point in you all trying to wear my clothing or eat my food, you know, we each have our own things. Anyway. um, So my topic is service and sponsorship, just because without those, I'm not here.